Okay, let's get right into it. Let's start off with our breathing exercise, why don't we? Okay, count of three. I will inhale and then you know the drill. One, two, and three. Okay, now let's get started. So, why don't I have friends? <laughs> Something I've uh, been thinking about a lot lately. If I'm being honest, it's kind of something I've always asked myself throughout my life. You know, I'm not one, I have never been one to pursue popularity, and I'm introverted, but it's always felt very hard for me to find my people in life. I've always felt like I have people to talk to. I, I made, like, I guess you could call them friends. But to me, friends are people that you just click so much with. And I would say I have one, you know, but I it's really hard for me to make friends. And... Growing up especially, I never felt... I was always a loner. I had a friend who was like a quote-unquote best friend. She gave herself the title and then later became my bully. And she basically craved a lot of friends and she craved popularity. And I was the complete opposite. I could care less. I just wanted to be myself. And I was more interested in like learning and just... um finding people along the way, hoping to find people along the way without me really forcing things, just letting it naturally flow, following the things that I liked, and then meeting people like that. But I just never felt, like I said, like I had my click. I remember um, I was pretty much a loner at lunch. One year I would sit by myself, and I was always surrounded by kind people, but it was never like something that I felt uh, I had like found my tribe, my people. But, you know, now that I'm older, it's, like I said, not like I haven't found people I connect with. I have had friends, and I, I, I do have friends, I guess, right now. So if you're listening to this and you consider us friends, please don't be offended. This conversation is more about the feeling, the feeling, okay? The feeling of not having friends, which is something I, I feel a lot or not. You know, friendships, like any relationship, require some sort of maintenance, some sort of uh, work. Not, I don't want to use the word work necessarily because it's not like it's something painful. Like if you enjoy someone's company, you know, it's not work, I guess. It's But it requires some time and some energy put into it. And... I I also know it's a two-way street, you know? It's something I've realized. And I, I'm, it's a, like I said, a two-way street. And I have to be honest with myself, completely honest, because there are moments most of the time when I'm alone and 
I have so many things that I want to accomplish that I want to do and I can fill up my time during the day, but I know it's not healthy either because we are human beings who need community. So I I know that it's important to put energy into into friendships and I want to and I crave that. I'm a human being. But it's just I don't do it. And I and I ask myself why because then there are moments where I'm feeling a little low because I don't have people to hang out with because yes, I'm introverted, but I I love to hang out with people. I love to be in noisy areas sometimes. I'm an extroverted introvert. I, I love to have fun. I'm very spontaneous, very, advent- very adventurous, but it almost feels like I'm punishing myself. And so I've really sat with myself lately and just thought in the past like couple of months, why don't I have friends? And trust me, it's something I've always asked myself, but especially these past like three months, why don't I have friends? And invited myself to be really honest because it's not mostly because it was so easy for me to say oh well people are just I don't believe in people because trust me I've had some bad experiences like I said my quote-unquote best friend turned into my bully and um and then I had another friend who I thought was a genuine friend and sometimes I feel and he, he turned out not to be but sometimes I feel that I just have bad luck And that I'm just like constantly disappointed by people or maybe I have high standards, but I don't expect people to be, I know people are not perfect. We're all working on ourselves, but I'm just like on, on guard, like, you know, and I'm in defensive mode, I guess, with friends and very, um, very protective of myself in a way, which can be super toxic again, which is why I'm sitting here having a conversation about um, why why I don't have friends. But to be honest, I don't, it's, it's on me too. You know, I don't put energy into friendships. And I, it's hard for me to accept that that's the only, like, that I don't put energy into friendships because I simply don't care. Because I do care, you know, I do. I'm not gonna sit here and say, I don't care, I'm better than like, I, no, no, in no way um, do I wish to be cynical about it because I'm, no, I'm a human being. There's nothing extraordinary about me. I'm an ordinary human being and that is beautiful. But I, I just, it's, okay, so if it's not because I don't care, then why? So I sat and kept asking why, why until I got to the core of it and I was able to do this, you know, because I spend a lot of time alone without friends because I don't have many because I don't keep up with friends. (laughs) And so while there are many possible things getting in the way of this, I think I've landed at the conclusion that the primary reason is because friends are expensive. It all boils back down to I am not a... I I was not born into money, okay? I am. I'm very grateful for what I have. I am in no way complaining. But in a realistic way, I am from the lower class. Like, I'm not rich, you know, like me. Me, myself and I, Jasmine. I don't have much money. I never have. 
I've never had much of anything. And don't get me wrong, I mean, lately I've been really realizing, and that might be an episode, a, a topic for a next another episode, but I am really lower class. And I am trying to get out there and transform my life, and that's what I'm trying to do. But I have no blueprint. I'm just kind of throwing myself out there. And it's important for me to see it in a very, like, objective way. I don't say it with, like, self-pity. I Not at all. Because let me tell you something. I've never been so realistic about my, like separating feelings from it and just being realistic point blank here it is here's my reality laid out I am kind of poor but never in my life like it's interesting because I'm poor financially okay financially I'm kind of broke but in spirit I've never been so rich I've never been this rich before in spirit. I find myself so grateful for what I do have. Like I said, I'm trying really hard to transform my life. I am very stubborn. I have my ideas of what I want in life and my morals and my ethics. And I'm just trying to be a good person and inspire others to to pursue their vision of, of life, you know? And... I haven't, it's it's hard for me nowadays, or not hard for me, but I haven't had, like even through the moments where I'm full of anxiety, I haven't had a, a moment where something in my spirit just says it's going to be okay, keep going, just keep going, head up high, and I've never been this rich. I feel rich with the the little that I have, I guess, is a lot for me right now. I've never had my own space and now I have, it's kind of like a studio and this feels amazing. So I feel rich, okay, uh, in spirit. So that being said though, friends are still expensive. And the reality is that me being poor of the lower class is something that's going to affect my life. It's true, it's like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I always refer to that because you you can think about countries that are third world and yes, I am more, I guess you could say blessed because I have a roof over my head, you know. I have a bathroom inside my house. I have food on the table. I, you know, even if it's like cheap stuff or, but you know, I have the necessary things. I'm not worried. I can still choose between, am I just going to have white rice and veggies or am I going to have white rice, um, some soup, some veggies, you know, like I can add a few more things to my plate. I'm not, I'm not running out per se, but then we add another layer. I am in a place that is not a third world country in a place where it can be very isolating, very lonely if you don't have the means to participate in, in, in community because everything is so much more expensive. 
you know, especially right now with inflation, everything is bad. I remember back then uh, when I was young, I barely hung out with people, which is another reason maybe why I didn't have friends because I wouldn't go hang out with people that I kind of spoke to because the the movie theaters were like that's the thing you would do because my I come from a hometown and that's kind of boring and there wasn't much to do but on Fridays they had this like the main street was it was called Cruz and Grand and Grand Cruz and Grand it was on the street called Grand it was like the downtown area of the city and they had like old vintage cars like kind of parading and the whole thing came to life and the movie theater was close by and so people would go have some gelato or just walk around cruising grand and then walk on over to the movie theater and watch a movie and that would be like the thing that people would do on Fridays. I couldn't do that because I didn't work, I was younger, we didn't have money, I, d I didn't feel okay asking for my parents for money. My sister was very little, so um, she always followed me everywhere. And she would, if I went somewhere, she wanted to come and she would cry. And she, she was very, like, attached to me when she was little. And so if I wanted to go to the movie theaters, she would cry and she wanted to come with. And so if I asked my mom to go to the movie theaters, the ticket plus popcorn and a drink maybe would be, like, $20. So, like for one person. So if I went, that meant my sister went and that was like $40 and we just, that was just too much, you know? And so now I continue to do the same thing. Like it's a pattern that's kind of followed me throughout my life. I've wanted to do dancing. I've wanted to do acting. And it's just the only thing I had was school, which I'm so blessed that I had um, those, those kind of options in school, even though it took me like it was because I was so focused in school I never had because like I wanted to go to college and I thought that that was going to transform my life which has it has and I was so focused on that and I didn't have any guidance it was like I had to wait until like my senior year to do take more electives I guess fun electives and likewise in college but I had those opportunities and I'm so grateful for those, but I, I realized that was, like now that I'm out in the world and I see like people's upbringings and I, you know, compare myself to, to, or compare the upbringing or the opportunities that I had with other people, you know, and it's always comparison, man. Comparison is the evil of it all. I'm really trying to work on like not comparing myself like not adding judgment to the comparisons or comparing at all, you know, like it's just, it's, it's toxic. It's toxic. But, um, but like I was saying, it's been a pattern in my life. Like I've wanted to do things, but, oh, I can't afford that. I wanted to do this. I can't afford that. And so I've really had to um, get creative. Um, and I am trying to get more creative nowadays. And I'm so grateful that I can, that I, I can, I even have the ability to think creatively because again, if in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if your bottom needs aren't met, you know, that your more, your most basic needs, so you can't even have like advanced to a different level of thought where all of a sudden you're able to compare yourself to other people or you're able to think creative, 
Lee, uh, when it comes to getting what you want or achieving what you want, you know? So I realize that I'm very blessed in that sense, but, and that I speak from a point of privilege by saying the, why don't I have friends, you know? But it's just, it's just, it's hard because I don't, I isolate myself and when I want to go out, gas, especially like I said with inflation right now, gas is so expensive. And if I want to go have a fun time, it's probably going to be like a dinner and dinner is so expensive. And that's another thing like dinner plus tip because it's just people will look down on you if you don't tip someone. And I, unpopular opinion, I'm not a big believer in tips and tipping people. If you are a big party and and you just come, you're a walk-in, or even if you're not a walk-in, yes, like I understand the point of a tip. But if you're just two people and you're just kind of, you know, two friends and you're not, obviously you're being kind, but kindness should be offered from uh, to a server and vice versa, regardless of whether there's a, a tip involved or not. Like that should not be an incentive to be kind to somebody. You should just be kind, like in general. So the transaction should be just full of love and kindness. And so I, when I go eat with friends, we're not at all high maintenance. Like we're not, you know, it's just kind of like, thank you so much. I make sure to be super kind. And sometimes I just can't afford a tip, you know, and that keeps me from going out because I'm like, well, I'm going to have to put a tip and then it's kind of a give a tip and it's kind of embarrassing or I might look be looked down on by my friend who might believe that tips are amazing. And I look, I feel like I can say this because I've been a waitress before. I was a server and I remember when I became a server, it was an experience I because I, I made myself experienced because of the fact that I knew I didn't believe in tips. So I was like, let me be a server and let me really see. And I understand, like, they don't get paid what they deserve. You know, as a waiter, we don't get paid what we deserve. But that should not, it should not be up to the guest to, like, pay, like, keep you, um, keep you afloat, you know. It should, like, we should just have a higher minimum wage. But anyway, I digress. That's another whole other topic. I feel like I'm just venting a lot right now, but that's what these are, right? So anyway, that's a whole tangent, like the whole tipping thing. And so that's why I don't go out because a, it'll be like 30 bucks, $30 every time I go somewhere to eat, right? Uh, if I get a coffee in the morning and then I go out to eat, whatever, it's, it's, it adds up plus gas. If I want to go somewhere fun like dancing and socializing where I can meet people, that's like another $20 entrance sometimes. Sometimes they're cheap, but then you have to consume drinks or you don't have to, but usually, you know, a dance class is $15 to $20, which is what I enjoy doing. And it's just, I can't be doing this often, you know? And I guess people could come over, but I think that 
I think that that's something that you build up to, you know? So all in all, it's just friends are expensive and they require maintenance and the type of maintenance they require is basically you going out and enjoying yourself and spending money. And yes, you can say, but you can do picnics and stuff and you can do so many. Yes, it's true. You can. But not all the time. And you need really good friends, long friends, long time friends to do stuff like that. And at the end of the day, it kind of sucks to be, always be the one that's like broke. Well, I guess not always because I've had my ups and downs. But just having this mentality above about money. Uh, I don't know. I just, it might just be me thinking I'm different, <laughs> but I do feel like I have a very different mentality and I think very differently. And my vision of life is so specific that it requires, or my vision, my ideal vision of life um, is fueled by this different type of thinking. And so that's why I don't have friends and I isolate myself and I say, let's hang out. And then I don't and I ghost people and I do things like that that are toxic, but I do it because I'm broke, <laughs> you know, and even if I wasn't, then I'm healing the trauma of like consumer or buyer's guilt, you know, of like overspending because I go through ups and downs where I have a lot of money or not have a lot of money where I'm okay and I can spend a little here and there and then moments where I'm like really full of anxiety and paranoid about money. So I don't know. I hope that in the future I'm able to transform my life. And the thing is, I don't want money if it's not coming from something that I love. Money is a resource and it's very much needed, yes. But I'm not gonna get rich with a, or I'm not going to become financially stable. Rich is never the goal. I'm already rich in spirit. But I'm not going to become financially stable through a minimum wage job. That's just not the case. It's That is long gone. We live in different times now. It sucks, but it's the truth. If I do an office, corporate, some some job like that where I'm like basically belong to that company or whatever, where most of my time is spent at the job, yeah, I might become financially stable, but at what cost? My sanity? Because I won't be doing necessarily what I love. What I love is this, talking uh, to you all, like, talking to people about people, about our minds, about our hearts, about our soul, about love. This is my passion, sharing uh, viewpoints, uh, conversating with you all, creating. That's what makes me happy. That's what fulfills me. I You've, you've heard me talk about visions I have of things I want to create that will hopefully help... Um, lead us and guide us together because I'm learning from what I'm making. I just make stuff and half of the time I don't even know exactly where it's going. I turn on the mic and 
and I have an idea or something that's been brewing or conjuring up in my mind and then I just kind of rant here with you. I vent, I have a conversation with you. And sometimes I plan things out a bit more, but that's just, we're all just kind of stumbling through life, you know? And, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that someday I'm, like I said, able to transform my life and kind of provide some light or shed some light on those of you who, who, feel the same way and or who may feel the same way in the future you know maybe you're young and and then once you get a little older you start realizing that this is a similar thing that you've been feeling and maybe then I have you know moved on a bit and I can kind of you know shed a little light on the path um that I've I've walked on so I don't know I hope so I, I hope you know, too, that I come with you all um, with love. And I hope that uh, this didn't offend anyone in any shape, way, or form. I know that I come from a pace, place of privilege. But I also um, know that I actually don't have a lot because I've gone out in the world a couple of times and, like, noticed, like, things, you know? It's... I always refer to Plato's allegory of the cave in my mind, but it's the truth. Like, there's always going to be a cave. There's always. You know, you think you're outside the cave and you want to show other people, like, oh my gosh, this is what's out here. And these people are like, have been out here before me. Like, they have more, they have this. And then you get to that, you climb out of that and you're on another level outside that cave and then guess what once you get there like there is no arrival there's another cave and another cave and just like the layers of thought just keep piling up so that's why I think that's a universal feeling and it's important to talk about um this kind of uh stuff because these feelings then lead you to patterns of behavior um that have to do with you but also realistically like let's look at the externals at society at um the way it's headed you know because just like I have been isolating myself because I don't have that much money to go out and like have friends I can't literally can't afford friends there are so many people you know especially after the pandemic and stuff that I'm sure are on a similar boat if not like worst and so let's just be kinder to her, to each other. Um, let's all hope to uh, hold on to our visions, defend our visions, defend our dreams, and just keep on keeping on, you know? <laughs> that sounded so cheesy, but it's true. Just, it's the best we can do, you know? All right, so I think that's why I don't have friends, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to still, though, be optimistic about it and try and find creative ways to make friends and keep friends and just create a community, which is what I'm doing. What I'm doing, but right now on this podcast, I'm trying to create a community and on YouTube and 
out in the world because I am becoming very comfortable with just being by myself and I want to go out there like this like being alone by myself is becoming my comfort zone it's kind of getting toxic because I'm like in this bubble then I go out there and I'm like wow there's this world out there and I'm starting to get anxiety and that's no bueno so that though is <laughs> a topic for another podcast Jasmine. anyway thank you so much for listening to me this is the end of the episode. If you've listened to the end, thank you so much for holding space for me. I hope that you hold some space for yourself as well. I hope you have a good conversation with yourself. And as always, brownie points if you have a conversation with somebody else. And yeah, I hope you have a great dawn, morning, afternoon. No, noon, afternoon evening, dusk, or night? Or was it dusk, evening, and night? One of those. I hope you're having a good one of those. So yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.